Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHKs I'm known, and we watched several things this week. We watched the new streaming film Vacation Friends, we watched the third episode of Marvel's What If, and in preparation for Shang-Chi coming out on September 3rd, we revisited the 2004 film Hero, which stars Jet Li, Zhang Ziyi, Maggie Chung, Donnie Yen, and of course, Tony Leung, and Tony Leung stars in Shang-Chi as well. Major spoiler alert for all of those things, and also you may notice that Jackie, who is normally with us for these roundtables, is not here this episode, and that is because she is on vacation, so it's just me and Matt. And without further ado, here's, we're watching what? We watched Vacation Friends. What did you think of it? You know, it is a film we watched. It is a film, it's, it's technically speaking a film. Yes, I did, I did not hate it. Okay. I didn't think it was like the worst thing I've ever seen, that's for sure. But it had this weird effect on me where it kind of started making me sad because oh. I was thinking about how I didn't hate it and think it was the worst thing we'd ever saw, but then also kind of equating that to the fact that because it's a film straight to one of these streaming services, I assumed it would be the worst thing I'd ever seen. Mm. You know what I mean? It, yes. it was just, and it, so yep. that's too deep for this, I get, but I was just, it just was making no, me no, like, I, uh, sad about the state of I the world agree. today when it comes to film. Yeah, my, my first thought on it when I got the link for it was, oh, the best thing that could have, or, I mean, after having watched it, it was like the best thing that could have happened to this is that it moved to streaming and there yeah. are no stakes for it because if yeah, this is coming yeah, out in theaters, my, I don't know what would have happened. Expectation was in the gutter. I hadn't even seen a trailer for it. I, I You know, nothing, no context going into this besides right. seeing the poster and who was in it. And I, yeah, if this had been something, I would keep thinking like, you know, yeah, it's the thing that I'm watching. It's a movie, but I don't know that I'd call it like a real movie, even though it is. It's also <laughs> snobby and dumb, but I just, was, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, this depresses me thinking about the industry today and just kind of, is it, is it, we've talked about this a lot with the streaming stuff, but is yep. it that where, is it that the quality's worse in streaming films and like the quality of films in general is kind of going down? Or is it that we're just getting a lot more films because streaming and that those ones happen to be films that we wouldn't have gotten otherwise? I think it's that. I think it's okay. I think it's that we are getting we are seeing more things go into production and that and not only go into production but make it to our eyeballs. Because, you know, I'm sure beforehand there were plenty of things that were coming out. It's just people didn't go see them because they weren't in the theaters near you where they, you know, had didn't make it all the way to television. But because we're in this era of just constant content flow, I yeah. I think I think it's a, sort of both, right? It's like more things are getting made because there's more of a a need for them, but I do think there's always been bad things, you know, not not great things being made that we just didn't see before as well. Yeah, and also I guess like, yeah, you, it's harder to quantify the success on the streaming service than it is just box office numbers. Right. In ways that they look at it in different ways. So it probably is just also a lot easier for these companies to be greenlighting green stuff like this versus, oh, Sony bought the rights for this and is releasing it as a film in theaters. Like, you know, it's like they wouldn't they wouldn't spend the money. Well, I do you know think I mean? that is the most have? interesting thing about this one, though. It was not meant to be a streaming thing. It was a theatrical, right. like it was a Fox acquisition. You know, I think they were going to put it out in theaters. It's big enough. I mean, John, you know, however one feels about John Cena, uh, he is a big enough talent that this should have theoretically gone to a theater. Totally. Well, yeah, it's got names. And I mean, at least, you know. But it has names. Oh, period. I was just saying, yeah. Sorry, I was just saying, it just has names, so it's not like it's like a total. It couldn't have had a draw for anybody, you know. Yeah, it was one of those bizarre things because I, 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 it made me think of Meet the Parents, which I have not seen in a very long time. I'm also not a huge fan of Meet the Parents, but it's one of those movies where, or I guess TV shows do, where nobody. I mean, I don't know about you. I've never seen anybody behave like that in 
any set, you know, especially at the, there's a scene where one couple crashes another couple's wedding. Like, does that, ha- I mean, I guess it must happen at some points, but just the, the uh, Jackie would have just curled up into a ball and died if she had had to watch she this movie because she hates she that type it. of stuff. And even I was starting to be like, this is weird. Like, this is. Well, yeah, it's one of those things. And this is probably, I mean, films in general, but I think comedy is a lot of time. It, it goes over to this territory of, okay. People don't do these things. Like, you know, it's, it's kind of just, it's wild. It's like whatever. But this, I do think, was, yeah, a little bit extra in the way that the story, I mean, I was confused about what, I mean, honestly, when it jumped seven months later, it's not like after the trip and stuff. Because I, I was so confused where the story was going. I thought it was just going to be this wild vacation the whole time. Oh, and so yeah. When it jumped and it was like, okay. And I was like, oh, now the story is starting. <laughs> like, I mean, I know it started, but it was it's like, like oh, 30 okay. minutes, it took, 40 a, minutes in. The story it took a second starting. to really set up. Oh, this is what's going on. And I totally see what you're saying about me, the parents. But I kept thinking the whole time, John Cena's and uh, Meredith. Hagner. Hagner. Hagner's character. I think so. I just kept thinking the whole time that I was like, these are not real people that exist in the world. That, yep. Like, same they, thought. They are an accessory to this other couple's plot. And they exist just to be this weird, crazy, whatever attempt at humor. Mm-hmm. But it really was just kind of, but these aren't real people. And it just, that felt very apparent here. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But did you dislike them? No. I mean, I thought, I thought, I thought that they provided most of the things I thought were funny. Yeah. I mean, I laughed sometimes. I wasn't like cracking up the whole time, but I wasn't dying the whole time either, you know, of boredom or something. I was yeah. laughing here and there. And I think, if anything, I think John as much as I'm not like the biggest fan of him as an actor, I think that he was the best cast in the role he played, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like I thought Bon Orgy was kind of wasted. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I'm a big fan of Insecure and I love Molly in it. And I, I, I I know she does other things too, but I just was like (laughs) watching this and thinking like, Oh, I feel like you're being wasted. Like you should, there's more here that you could be doing. And I thought it was a little different for Lil Ray Howery. I I liked him fine. Yeah. He was acting, but yeah, John was kind of playing that John character again, right? And right. it worked It worked well enough, and I thought that they, yeah, they provided most of the humor, but it just was so like, okay, you don't exist. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think it was an interesting juxtaposition having the black couple be the more, you know, uh, straight men in terms of comedy setups, right? Mm-hmm. Especially these two people who are known to be the comedians, and the other two are, like, I don't know what Meredith Hagner was really, you know, I think she was started as a soap star, and John Cena is, I don't know. Yeah, not in a bad way. I just like he's not exactly a comedian, but he's not the most he goes serious for comedy of actors. In his yeah, he goes for yeah. yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think he can do it well. So it was interesting yeah. to have the two people who are the most adept at comedy play the less comedically wild characters. Yeah, they're known for being comedians, and it's like yeah, yeah they were playing the love. Yeah, so that was interesting. But but I do think yeah, it was a good decision if to do it that way when considering it's we didn't need some movie about a black stereotype and being you know, crazy and wild for these really normal white people. We yeah. we don't need a movie like that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, yeah. I don't know that we needed the movie at all, but I mean, that would, that's something where it's like, okay, I've been there. Oh my God, done that. You know? We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Is there anyone you would recommend this to? I don't know that I would text someone and say, hey, you should watch this. But if someone asked me because they were interested in it, I wouldn't say, oh, it's terrible, avoid it. I'd be like, yeah, it's cute. You know, like, you might have fun. I know. But I don't think I would go out of my way to recommend, would you? It's funny. I was th- So I was thinking about, would I recommend this to my dad? Because he likes uh, that type of 
uncomfortable humor, I think, actually. I don't know if this might be a little extreme for him. Well, actually, maybe not. I don't know. He's just like, what is it? Animal House was like one of his favorite films growing up. And that yeah. has his problems since dated. But, you know, this does feel like in that vein of just just wild things happening. I don't think I'd actually recommend it to him. But I thought it, it, the thought crossed my mind, which is more credit than I, I I'll give this yeah. film more credit as a byproduct of that. But I still don't I be like, Dad, go watch this. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense to me. I think I'd be the same. I can't think of any one particular that I would be like, oh, this is their style. But yeah, if anyone asked me about it, if Jackie asked, I'd say no, avoid it. But if someone else, you know, someone yeah. that I knew didn't mind the uncomfortable comedy parts, um, yeah, I'd be like, why not? But I was going to say, I did laugh at, you know, at one point when they give them drinks in the hotel room at, on the vacation and it's yeah. got Coke around it instead of salt or salt, whatever. Yeah. And I laughed at the line when they were like, why do you have Coke around your margarita? I was like, because we're on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> but, but. I don't know if you know this story, but I laugh because I was like, I've had that experience. Not that exact, but what? in Hawaii. Like, so oh my I, God, no. My, what? It, it's, a, it's a lot less. Well, it's it's pretty crazy, but it's a lot less comedic, as the, you know, whatever. But yeah. it wasn't, you know, whatever. I'll, I'll tell it quick. But I laughed because I was like, oh, my God, I feel so seen right now, even though I'm talking about how these people don't exist. I was like, well. Yeah. So I went to Hawaii back. This is like 2012, I want to say, right? Okay. And it was my second time on Maui, and we were staying at these resorts over, like, Kanapali, Lahaina area. So it's like, you know how there's, like, that stretch of beach? Yeah, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. So we were at, like, one end of one. And anyway, we flew in, and it was this trip with my couple of friends and my cousin. It was like, we knew we only had a couple of nights that we could kind of, like, drink and stay up late because we had all these excursions planned at, like, 6 sure. a.m. on other days and stuff, right? So the night we got in was one of the only nights that we could actually party. And so I was like, <laughs> I'm determined to, like, I'm going to party tonight. Yeah. And so anyway, we went to a couple resorts down and went into their pool. They had a pool bar and whatever. Mm -hmm. and we're hanging out. And so anyway, everyone wanted to go back but me because I'm like, I'm just getting started. <laughs> and anyway, so they took my stuff, which I told them to. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, okay, cool. Go ahead. Whatever. I'll meet you. I'll be here for a little bit. We were in the hot tub, whatever. And we're just talking to people. I'm sitting there. And then this couple's there. And they're European of some kind. I can't tell you what they were, but they're European. I just okay. some sort of accent. And they were really nice. I don't remember their names, whatever. But like they kept, they were buying me drinks and stuff. And I was like, oh, they were just really nice. And I was like, oh my God, amazing. And whatever. Anyway, at one point later on, it's like the pool bar is closing and it's only like 11. It's not like it's crazy, you know. Yeah. But anyway, it's not like this is 4 a.m. But, you know, I, I'm of course like ready to party. And they're like, oh, do you want to roll back to our place? And I was like, okay, sure. Why not? And so they were staying at the opposite end of the beach in this really nice penthouse suite, whatever. And so I go up there with them. They make me a vodka. Whatever, like you know, what 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 I drink is a yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I no one can see. Yeah. I'm making a face because I'm so afraid of where this is going. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so anyway, I drink it. Like we're up there, and then like, oh, do you you want to go down to the beach, whatever? And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And then they wanted to go skinny dipping, right? And this okay. is probably at this point like twelve thirty one because I'd been there for a while, whatever. Yeah. I like start tripping out. My I start like seeing things. I'm like hallucinating. <laughs> I'm like seeing colors and whatever. And they start taking off their clothes and going into this ocean. And I, I mean, anyway, I mean, I've seen Jaws. I know how that ends. I'm not doing that. And I was like, <laughs> it's dark. It's like you know, I will go in the water in Hawaii, but it will have to be daytime. Like yeah. you know, like so. Anyway, they go swimming out. I just lost my mind, and I decided that they got eaten by a shark. I ran. I took. <laughs> I booked it. And I ran back. I didn't have anything. Like, my friends took my phone, my wallet, everything. So, luckily, because who knows right. what would have happened to it. I just right. booked it down to our, back to our resort. And I get up there, and I was, my whatever, and my my friends were like, like what is wrong with you? Because I guess I was, like, sitting there, and then they were, like, watching TV, and then I kept on just looking off in different directions and, like, <laughs> darting my head around. Like, what is wrong with you? I got my my phone and whatever, and I went down to a lawn chair out on our beach, and I, like, was, like, listening to music, trying to calm down, and I slept. I fell asleep out there the whole night. And anyway... Ooh. 
and my friend's like, I think you got drugged. And I was like, I don't think so, blah, 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 blah. And then two days later, the only other night we could, we could be up late, we're at the pool again. Right, I go over there and I see the guy and the girl's not there. And I was like, okay, well, he's alive. Because I, I She just was definitely myself. eaten by a shark, yeah. For some reason, I was like, they. I, I thought they died. And then when I sobered <laughs> up in the morning, I still just assumed they were dead. I don't know why, even though I wasn't thinking about it. But I was like, well, I'll never see them again. <laughs> and so anyway, I saw the guy and he's like, where did you go the other night? And I was like, well, you guys swam out in the ocean. And you went skinny dipping and I thought you got killed. And I ran. And I was like, I was tripping over well, whatever. I was like, my friends think you drugged me. And he was like, well, yeah. What? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? What? He's like, oh, and he gave me the, he's the line. He's like, I thought you knew because, and they said that in the movie, like, oh, I thought you knew, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever. Wow. And I was just like, what? And so anyway, this is the dumbest thing of all time. It just, but he literally, I guess said, do you want to roll back at our place? Uh... In my mind. And I still think I would hear it. Do you want to roll back to our place? I don't know. People say, do you want to roll here, roll there? Yeah. It just worked well, for me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like transformers. Seemed... Let's roll out. You know? <laughs> let's like, roll. I, like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 Like, okay. Okay. California okay. Thing? I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm like, this is stupid. I was like, this is too dumb. If you wrote this scenario into a movie, into a dumb comedy, people would be like, that's stupid. Like that wouldn't happen. Which, yeah, which, which we case in point, <laughs> vacation friends. However, so I was like, so, I, so the rest of the film, I was like, well, maybe there is merit to some of this. I don't know because I was like, that's a ridiculous. But, but so the moral of the story is the, this couple drugged me. I agreed to it without knowing. Then they wanted to skinny dip in the ocean, and I'm glad I'm afraid of sharks because if I wasn't, I get very fearless when I'm like drunk and let alone. I oh, so he gave me ecstasy lace and acid is what they gave me. Oh my and so, god! <laughs> and so I. Uh, if I had if I had not been so afraid of sharks, I could I probably would have been dead in the Pacific. And I don't know if you guys would have found me. So no, the moral of the story, Matt, is don't accept things from strangers. Yes. Oh yeah, we have learned that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the takeaway. I got in a lot of trouble with my friends and stuff, and they, and, I, and it was good. And you know, again, the guy that I, he was like really nice on Wednesday. He I think it was just I don't know if it's a cultural difference or what it was. I don't know. Again, I don't know what they were. But it was just like he thought I understood, and it was like whatever, and they're just partying, and I was like very much in the mood to party, so it made yeah, sense. But, yeah, you know, that's, here we are, and here. But anyway, we survived. That's my story. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so yeah, you know, these things do happen. Apparently, this is this is going to make its way into the plot of Vacation Friends too. <laughs> yeah, they're writing it. They're, they're writing it right now. They're listening. <laughs> wow, that's a terrible but amazing story. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm glad you're okay, but also know, you idiot. <laughs> I know, I know. I've I've gotten some trouble. No, before. yeah, you're this, an idiot. I mean, this is like a slight tangent, but this is. I was telling people this weekend. I was even mine. This is nowhere near the story you were saying, but like the things we did before the pandemic versus you know just like sharing drinks with people and being like, mm-hmm. "Do you want a sip of that?" And I was at an event this weekend, and somebody offered someone a sip, not in a sketchy way, but it was just, in fact it was completely. Um, they they had mocktails, you know, but it was like, "Oh, this one tastes good. Do you want a sip?" And everyone was like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah. You know, let alone the thinking about the germs and the implications of all that, and just like you know the possibility of getting drugged by it. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, even more reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, even yeah. now it's like we have even more excuse not to take drinks from strangers ever. Yes. It's like, oh, There's you know. N- yeah. Yeah. All the germs. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. The before times were very different. I mean, I'm talking even like November 2019, you catch me in Prague. You don't even want to know what I was doing one of those nights. Like, just like, I mean, I just, I just went out. Yeah, 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 yeah. My own and underground, but it was just like, I went alone in this foreign country. Where it's just, it's insane. Anyway. Yes. Well. But now I wouldn't do that. Okay. <laughs> it's <laughs> Um, well, it sounds like we have the plot of Vacation Friends 2 already. And if we see that happen up here in it, we will sue them. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Fair enough. Let's move on to what if episode three. So maybe shocking to everyone, you know, you, Dana. Yes, me. I actually enjoyed this one. Okay. I was very surprised. Now, is it is it like a oh my god, I can't wait to watch the rest of the show. Not at all. Mm-hmm. I will I will check out the next episode and I'll probably take it case by case. But this was the first one where I found myself actually really enjoying most of it. Mm-hmm. I've been over here harping about how I'm so tired of revisiting these movies we've already seen a thousand times, whatever, and then that's what this one did. Yeah. But <laughs> I but I liked the scenes that were mirroring. I was like, oh, I like this sequence in the in the Hulk, and I like this sequence over here from Iron Man or what, you know, like I, it was kind mm-hmm. of, I was, it was interesting. And obviously I'm biased too. It was very Natasha led and I liked her. I thought like Belle did a pretty good job playing her yeah. deadpan just, you know, but I was like, Oh, well, okay. I was like, this is interesting. But the caveat here is that I don't think it really qualifies that much as a what if, because it's, it was all what the idea was like, I mean, it does a little bit, but the idea was like, what if earth's mightiest heroes died? And it, okay. But that was only the last 10 minutes, maybe 10 minutes of the episode when Loki's threatening to kill everything. And, you find out that it was Hank Pym, spoiler alert, he was like yeah. going and killing them all. That what if was really like, what if Hope Van Dyne had died yeah. as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent? Right. <laughs> That's the what if. <laughs> you know? So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So it's not that it doesn't qualify. It just was the, the whole idea and everything that was happening was so much beyond this like one what if thing. Well, I mean. Tell us what the what if was. Cause it's a mystery. But by, by the same token, it's. It is, I think it's the most exploratory on the concept of what if, right? It's just like, what if we got a whole different story out of this, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I think yeah. the only thing grounding it to the, you know, existing kind of universe we've been playing in is the voice acting and the, you know, the fact that most of them are the returning Avengers and they're supposedly branching off the timeline. Yeah. I, uh, for me, I was like, it's the the most different, you know, it's the newest plots, which was interesting, but I, at this point, watching them, I was like, I'm done. I'm, I just, I'm good. Oh, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. And you did them all in a row, right? or you had them all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, I did them all in a row. Yeah. yeah, it was a really short Well, and I think, I think what my weird thought process here about the what if part of it, I think it's more that the what if part of this ended up being a mystery. And I yeah. think that that's why I was interested in it. But I think that's why I was more interested because I was like, oh, there's a, this was a mystery. And I, I did want to know who was killing them and why. And so, yeah. and even though I thought the explanation was kind of silly, I was like, oh, okay. But it was a very, um, I, I was having fun with it there, whereas the other episodes so far have not had a ton of mystery. I think the second one with the Guardians did a little bit more with the Chala and stuff. There was, I was having fun with that plot. Mm-hmm. But there still wasn't a lot of question about, oh my God, but what's going on here? That was more kind of a double cross heist thing, which I thought was fun. But yeah. both of them more entertained than the first one. And so to your point of what they should have started with, I almost thought like they should have started with this one because this one has the most mass appeal as far as you're going to you're going to find someone who's a fan of at least one of these characters in this, <laughs> you know, if you like yeah. the Avengers at all. You know right. what I mean? So I thought that this would have been a smart one. I was inter- I, I liked it enough. I still think the second episode is the one I would have led with if I, you yeah. know, was, was thinking about like, OK, well, how do we just and again, part of that is informed by, OK, well, you know, it's like the one year anniversary of Chadwick's not, you know, it's it's just but uh, but I do think the second episode at least is different enough of a storyline from the thing it's playing off of but close enough that still people like get the concept of the show and then you could do this but then I, ironically at that point i just think i don't think you'd show the captain carter one and so they're yeah, like oh we have to no, burn it yeah. we have to get it out of the way first and because <laughs> that's that's i think that's the point because i was gonna say anything but that first one but because i i see what you're saying about the second one and i think that even though i liked this one better i think the second one still was a more um exploratory I don't know what exploratory word. yeah <laughs> so what am I say what am I trying to say exploratory, exploratory <laughs> look at oh here's what we can do with this concept mm-hmm. 
Right. Like it was like yeah. very different, but in the same universe, whereas this was a little more, let's go revisit these films, whatever. But yeah, the Captain Carter one would be really disappointing after any of these, or yeah. either of these. So they probably, yeah. Then they should have just released the first two or three. Yeah, that's true. That's the other solve, right? Time. Is give us give us a bunch of them at once, like they did. Because if you had if you had the Captain Carter with the T'Challa one, mm-hmm. and you were and you were even a quarter way intrigued as you finished Captain Carter, you probably would still watch the second one. Yeah, you know what that's I mean. True. You'd probably yeah, check yeah. it out. So yeah. they should have. One of the the things that bothered me in this one is the, and I think I talked about this when we talked about the first episode, the kind of doing the is that the original voice? Is that the new voice? And I thought everyone does a serviceable job, but it's just it. Exactly I find right. it off-putting you know to just I, or distracting and I think that also speaks to the quality of the content of hey I'm distracted enough by this information that I'm like tr- sitting there being is that actually obviously we know it's not Scarlet but you know is that right is but why that... am I focusing on this yeah you know, like, yeah should... and, and and then I truly thought I truly thought it was not I was like wow that's a bad sounding Tom Hiddleston of course it's it was... actually Tom Hiddleston <laughs> yeah. of course it's just it it's is. just the Tom Hiddleston of 2020 yeah yeah who was now phoning it in you yes. Know? Yeah. But yeah, I agree with you because I knew I could tell that that wasn't Scarlet, but I was also kind of like, could it be? Because there were things sometimes, you know, and then I, I, I thought, did look I that thought up. I thought Sam Jackson was, like, was oh. not Sam Jackson. I was like, oh, it's actually yeah. Sam Jackson. And, well, again, and then I, I think, think that's the phoning it in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, then I think they got Michael Douglas also, which is they crazy. They did. Yes. And it's like for that small of a little thing. And I was surprised because the only, I will say, I think most of them do a decent job. The one that I, have bumped on the hardest out of all of them was Betty Ross in this. And I, I get it. You weren't going to get Jennifer Connelly to come mm. do that. But mm-hmm. I thought she said, I mean, she did not sound any iteration that we've ever had of that character. <laughs> it was such a throwaway moment. I also, I was like, who is this? I just completely forgot about that because, and again, I guess it's because it's, I'm so used to the, the, the recent plot lines with Hulk, right? Where it's like, oh, it's um, Black Widow or, oh, they're hanging out with like Tessa Thompson's Valkyrie or something like that. I forgot right, right. about Hulk's origin stories completely. Well, what's funny, yeah, it's funny because that first Hulk film, I think, is decent. Oh, no, well, not, not the first. The Ang Lee one's something. And then the, the one with Edward Norton, I think, is a decent enough film. The one that they count as the MCU. Is that, um, is that Ed Norton one? I should know Ed Norton, yeah. yeah. Ed Norton, which has Jennifer Connelly. Liv Tyler played Betty Ross in the Ang Lee one with Eric Bana. Right. And I think both I think both films have their merits. I think that both have their problems too, but I guess the Ed Norton one is the one that is technically MCU, right? Okay. Because we have Abomination from there and we also have Right. You know, General Ross and things like that. That's where he comes from. So they've counted that. So I was like, Okay, cool. So in this what if world and that scene with the tanks where Hulk does explode, spoiler in this. Yeah. That is directly from the Ed Norton. It's a big dramatic scene in that one. So I was like, okay, I recognize this exactly. And I liked that. But I was like, okay, so we're establishing we are doing that film. I just need this actress to try to sound like Jennifer Connelly a little bit. Well, Even if most were... people don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know? or, or she was just told, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, but I wanted her to. I was like, well, who's, yeah. who's telling her that? Like, I was like, you got to worry about it. <laughs> but it, again, it, she wasn't a big enough role to ruin it. It just was, you know. Yeah, I, I think there are other distracting things from it that are a higher tier than that but but again i, I think it speaks <laughs> to the overall care right that was an inconsistency that these uh, played these episodes are you going to watch the next one is the question yeah i'm going to check out the next one just because i liked this one okay mm-hmm. so i'm gonna like okay cool i'll see i know we have like a doctor strange one coming and we have a couple things in oh I don't yeah know. do we know how many episodes i know there's a marvel zombies and i never really cared about that comic but i feel like maybe we have nine or something like that nine or ten 
I th- they've already um, started on season two. So let me tell you, let me say this. It is not appointment television for me. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, let me just put something on. It's absolutely something I can put on in the background while I'm doing whatever. But I'm going to have to be in that place and be totally caught up on my housework and things like that. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Before great. I'm like, let's put that on. Yeah. But I'm not going to avoid it. I found, you know, when Loki was com- Loki was the first show that moved to the Wednesday release thing and it was so stressful. And this I'm like, I, and also in fairness, I have seen all of them up until now before everyone. So I was like, or it didn't matter as much because I'd seen them. And now, you know, it's just not, I'm not super concerned about it. Yeah. There's no universe in any of this multiverse where I would be staying up at, to watch this at midnight. Right. Any night or feeling like I'm worried about a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. At all. So. All right. Well. The good news is, though, we have something very big in the Marvel Universe coming later this week. And in preparation for that, we went back, we went, we did a, we did a little homework. We did a little uh, martial arts film slash Tony Leung filmography. And we watched Hero, which came out in 2004. And I have not seen since. And I'm not going to lie. I don't think I paid a lot of attention to it when it came out. Okay. Like plot wise, I do not, I did not. It was like watching the film anew for me. Yeah, I, it is. It's been years since I had seen it. Also, oh, I'm sorry. It came out in 2002. Yeah, so I I remember I remember very well when it came. out. It's so funny. I remember a lot of things about surrounding its release because I remember it came out in China in 2002. Nope. Yes, then, yes, you're right. 2002. And it came yeah. out in the U.S. in 2004. Okay. Because the studio, which I think was it Miramax or what? I forget mm-hmm. what what showed in front of it. One of the whatever studio bought it, the yeah. rights to for distribution in America. Got it, and then just held on to it. And then Quentin Tarantino, who had seen it somehow, convinced them to finally release it. Yes, and you are <laughs> it correct. Like, it is Miramax, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I was like, whatever, what I, yeah, I could see the logo as I'm, because I watched it just today. But they, I remember, I remember that surrounding it. I remember so many things about the fact that Maggie Chung, who, I mean, Flying Snow, I think is the best, the best in the whole thing. I love her. But, but I thought that, but she, I remember reading because I had that I think it was wizard magazine or whatever but I remember she there was this whole thing but she was offered the role of Lady Deathstrike in X-Men 2 and turned it down because I think she felt a certain amount of I don't know if I don't want to say shame or something but she didn't want to go work in American film which kudos to you (laughs) but but I remember I remember that being a thing because I remember I so I I I was thinking of her as like the potential Lady Deathstrike when I first saw because I hadn't been familiar with her stuff before Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean I I remember the story without remembering how it all turned out, if that makes sense. Like, I remember the plot. Yeah. Uh, What what were your thoughts? I I mean, I loved it. It, It's beautiful. I was actually so happy that I basically got to experience a brand new film without, and I was at a Comic-Con over the weekend and somebody asked me that, you know, asked several of us that on a panel. It's like, oh, are there any films that you revisit that actually get better? And not that when I first watched this film I thought it was bad I just don't think I appreciated it as much and now I'm like oh my god the the artistry the like colors story like the acting is just yes and also I think part of it is is funny because these people have gone on to be become at least in western spheres of recognition you know they are suddenly like megastars it just took 20 years for people to realize that they are megastars because like Donnie Yen's in you know he's in a Star Wars he's Jet Li and now we will see Tony Leung in uh, you know a Marvel movie Mm -hmm. yeah I mean and we've seen you know Ziyi Zhang and I mean we've seen she took off immediately after this in America cinema anyway yeah and of course was always a thing but she took off there but it's like yeah right 
It's well, and she had like she had Crouching Tiger before this, so I feel like people were like right. sort of aware of who she was. Yeah, I always remember Crouching Tiger, which arguably could be largely. I mean, because I liked Crouching Tiger as well, but that that a lot of credit probably should go to that for us in America getting absolutely. Yes, you know what I mean. Like that with some commercial success here is probably what then started making studios look out and be like, oh, what, yeah. what, you know, what should we pay attention to? Which I give it kudos for that and. It's funny, though, because, like, at the time, I wasn't, like, super... I, I liked Crouching Tiger okay, but mm-hmm. it was this weird thing where like, the Matrix had come along and already appropriated a lot of this, t- like, martial arts <laughs> style of stuff, right? Yeah. And, like, had shown... And that was, sadly, probably one of my earliest actual exposures to this style of actual... Mm-hmm. You know, not that the Matrix is a, is a film like this, but with that style and appropriating it the way they did with fighting and yeah. took nods. And then, you know, and then we have... Tarantino obviously championed to get this release, but it's hey here look at look at what inspired Kill Bill. <laughs> like it's like right. you know what I mean, yeah, like yeah. with the style of the whole thing. But anyway, I wasn't really on board with it at the time. I wasn't really into it. I was just kind of like, oh, I don't get it. Why are they flying? Why are they doing this? Like I thought that the, the fighting looked kind of hokey because mm. I was like, well, I don't believe it. I could I can you know, but it, then I, I worked at a theater at the time and I had to remember build we had to build the prints together and I had to build House of Flying Daggers and so I had to watch it in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And that, to this day, remains one of my favorite films of all time. I Same director, of course. I yeah. loved that film. And when I got really obsessed with that, I went down this rabbit hole of going, and then that's when I fell in love with Hero. And I started going through and backtracking and, <laughs> and finding all these things. And then, of course, Curse of the Golden Flower happened and all these other things that we kept getting in America. That I was like, I love this. I love this. And I yeah. Like, yeah. It is making me think because we did have this sort of beautiful golden age in the early 2000s of all these films actually making it into, you know, you want to talk about, I can't believe I'm going to compare this to Vacation Friends, but you want to talk about, you know, content making its way into people's hands or eyes or whatever it is, you know, it it does take something to open those floodgates. And I do think Crouching Tiger was a huge, huge part of that. And then we got all of those things that you just mentioned. And then I feel like we stopped. Like I have not seen, I mean, maybe like- if man with Donnie yeah. Yen, but that's not I don't know I don't feel like that has the same sort of commercial success and knowledge that or, or, or uh, visibility that these other films had yeah it it definitely slowed down and I remember I want to say it was I was going to say two years but it's probably it's probably longer because it's like last year <laughs> it's just like it just it, it doesn't even feel like it happened anymore yeah same director um Yimu and he did is that, is that how you say his name Do you know Yimu Yimu you don't really refer to people. You just refer to people by their entire name. So it's Zhang Yimu. Zhang Yimu. So you do Zhang first. Zong. Yeah. Zhang yeah. is his last name, you know? And you would say that you have the family name first. And then... Yeah. It's it's their whole yeah. name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had a film called Shadow that I went, okay. I was really excited about. And I went and saw it. Um, they had these like razor, like, these like metal umbrella things. And so mm-hmm. it's, like, it's really pretty. It's very dark and whatever. But I remember I went to a little indie house here in LA to see it so whenever that came out some years ago whatever and I and I did enjoy it um I didn't love it as much as I love some of these other films we're talking about but it that was a thing I remember but the, but the point is I, I can't remember another one in the last like 10 years yeah which is sad you know because I have to you have to I have to assume they're still happening yeah <laughs> you know well I mean, I mean like, there are they're making a kajillion dollars in you know Asia and also, yeah, I just had to look it up because I was like, am I just going to like totally shame myself? No, there's no such thing as a, like a – Yeah, like you, 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 you Yeah, the there's whole. no like given names, right? You don't you, – you But sometimes like, you do – so you, you'll you say the family name first even though if you see it written sometimes it's second. 
Yeah, so that's a Western first. thing. Okay, in yeah, yeah. in Chinese yeah. names, uh, our our family names are always the first thing you say. So like Dong is his last name. Like mine is Han. So, you know, like yeah. Ang Lee's is Lee. <laughs> you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. But but then if you're you know if you're saying something in a Western way, you, you yeah. flip it to the you know you put it at the end of it. But that's really not. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah. I've always said like Zhi Zhang. But it's just no, it's Dong Zi. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's good to know. I love learning that. Yeah, but if you were to say, if you if somebody in Western were to write it out, they would probably flip it, which doesn't sure make sense. But yes, no. yeah, no. I mean, it, once you say it, it's like okay, that makes sense. It's just like yeah, that it can be. But it's I'm gonna I'm really excited for us to talk about this in context of seeing Shang Chi next week. Yeah, because. I again, this is not a spoiler because you've seen, you know, we've all seen the trailers for it. There is definitely like influence happening, mm -hmm. but I maybe I thought there was more than uh, is having watched like how how stylized something like Hero is and the wire work of like a you know, Hong Kong style martial arts and things like that. But seeing Tony Leung's performance, I was like, oh, uh, uh, yep, no, you've always had it. It's just, it's taken people. People just yeah. don't, you know, like they he's, don't cast you really, enough. He really is great. I think we talked really like briefly about the film Infernal Affairs. I think because I think that's what I remembered him from. Yeah, I'd seen, but you know, he he's really great. And it it is sad that it's taken that long. But I like to know. I mean, I like to look at his his film history here and see how like how successful he really is. And it's all it's very earned and it's amazing. And I want more commercial success here in America because it's like yeah. okay, let's do it. But I'm glad that it's not, if, you, if you're not getting it here, you're not getting it anywhere. Right. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? He's, like, doing, so, he's, doing, he's doing just, just fine, fine over yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, which just is great. fine. Yeah. And he also looks the exact same, which is yes. upsetting. But. Well, actually, it did. It was, him, it was but, very but. funny watching the film because I was like, okay, not that some of these people have aged. In fact, most of them have not, you know, like a little bit here and there, but I didn't recognize Donnie Yen at first, in part because he's in like a period, yeah. you know, like a, a giant wig. And I was like, oh, wait, yeah. that's Donnie Yen. Yeah. Oh, I love okay. it. I know the wig, but I'm. It's funny because you know over here, my like I'm familiar with Donnie and I know who he was always before. But for me, it's now she root in Rogue One is right. my is my Donnie and because it's just I love that character and I love that movie so desperately. Yeah, that like now I picture him with the shaved head and like <laughs> you know what I mean. And so when I see him different, it's like what? Yeah, <laughs> you know, but underused in the film i would say in this film for sure oh absolutely was, like he has a great scene but I, I wish he was in it more i mean he has a couple but it, it is funny watching yeah. the hierarchy back then versus the hierarchy now and i yeah. do think it's still pretty similar actually and again this is thinking about like western versus eastern billing but yeah it's it is it, the fact that they're all still like super mega stars working 20 years later yeah. is pretty impressive pretty yeah it impressive. really is and it made me nostalgic for a time when like, yeah, there's some stuff in there that special effects that maybe isn't like super necessary and didn't look that great. But overall, as far as like things. No, see, I disagreed. I thought they looked, I thought they looked okay. They looked I fine. Like, I'm not mad at them. Well, for what it yeah. was. Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at them. I just mean there were things that I could look at and see, okay, that, that looks fake. This looks fake. But for the most part, it's God, remember a time when people were really doing these things and stunts and stuff. And it's like when you go into something crazy, you don't turn into a CGI person. Mm -hmm. And like, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, there's just because yep. even in American film, they did that somewhat. Not these, not like this kind of fighting, but I mean, they, they would use 
and we still use stunt people, but they didn't just rely on CGI. We didn't have it like that to be right. honest, you know. Right. You might throw like a dummy down a flight yeah. of stairs, but at least there was a physical thing falling down a flight of stairs or something, right? Yeah, like, I mean, not to bring up such negativity, but I mean, we all remember the sequel, the first sequel to The Matrix, when the second when Neo picked up that pole when he's fighting off with Agent Smiths, and all of a sudden it looked worse than the PlayStation 2 graphics at the time. I don't even remember. Well, you're better off. Just, but I just remember, oh my God. And that's what we do now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, right. oh, okay. Oh, it was just so beautiful. And we've talked a lot recently in like Jungle Cruise and things like that where I'm like, oh, why aren't there sets anymore? Why aren't there this and that? And this was just, oh, look at there's a location. I, kn- and, oh. I, had, the, I had the exact same thought. I wrote that in my notes. I was just like, at some point, there must have been so many arrows. Oh, just from, from like a practical set building standpoint. And I, I, you know, there were a couple, st- a couple ones where I saw the seams a tiny bit, but I was just thinking about, I was like, no, they actually clearly like put their craft yeah. in. And I miss that. I miss... Yeah. Because it shows. There's something just so, yeah, it's, it's so different. Yeah, God, when those calligraphers are sitting there and just we're being gonna sit here and we're going to hell up, we're going to sit here and yeah. we're going to do this calligraphy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought that I love it. Yeah. Really just, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful film and it, and it, I'm so happy we have it and it makes me, it makes me, it makes, like, sends me down a spiral again where I feel like I'm going to go consume like 20 of these films in the next week. Yeah. Because I just like, I'm probably going to rewatch Crouching Tiger, you know. Yeah, I think I will too. And I, I, I watch House of Flying Daggers pretty frequently, but of course I'll put it in the rotation and then, you know. But I think I even mentioned to you before when we were talking about just like films like this, if you ever can find one called The Banquet, and it's not The Banquet that Tony Leung, Leung is in mm-hmm. because uh, that's a different film, but this is like, it's like a retelling of Hamlet. But okay. I just loved it. I remember I had to buy it and hope it would play on my DVD player. <laughs> So I I hope it's available somewhere to anybody listening, but it's a beautiful, beautiful movie, and I I would recommend that, too. Wow. You know what I completely forgot is that Zhang Yimou directed one Beijing Olympics opening ceremony, which is, to this day, like, the most impressive one I've ever seen. Just You want to talk about practicality and scale and, like, human effort. Even I've seen that one. Oh, I was like, do you not watch Olympic opening ceremony? Sometimes, Um, but but I don't. Yeah, it's like but yeah. that one I remember. <laughs> yeah, but also the Great Wall with Matt Damon. With Matt Damon. Mm. Thus proving that even epic filmmakers can make mistakes. <laughs> you know what? I remember that now. Yeah. I remember the blasphemy of that. Because yeah. I remember when that was when that I was like, "What?" That was that was really oh, bad. God, He's a new film coming out actually. I forgot about. It. I think it came out technically. Does he? Yeah, it's called Cliff Walkers. I don't know. It might have technically already come out. Oh, yeah. It came out in April in China. I, I saw it playing like at a couple international film festival things. Okay. I didn't actually get a chance to see it. Well, I'm glad Shadow happened after The Great Wall because, oh, my God. Because I, <laughs> I, I remember that now. And I remember thinking like, because, again, I know I keep harping on House of Fine Tigers. I just love it so much that like I, that's when I started really paying attention to the director. and be like, okay, I'm going to see the things that he does. And I remember yeah. when I was like, how, why would you do this? And I didn't watch it. But. <laughs> I have to say, though, for Curse of the Golden Flower. So my family went to see Curse of the Golden Flower on Christmas Day because we are Jewish and we go see movies on Christmas Day. And that's just what we do. And we agreed on this one. Big mistake. Uh-huh. It just it did not. My sister does not like movies, generally speaking. So having her sit through a movie in Mandarin, especially because she was like pretty young at the time, was not our brightest film like idea. <laughs> And that one was a bit of a stretch for even me, I think, at the time. So that's one I will also probably need to revisit. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's not. Yeah, for sure. It's not like my like favorite film of all time or anything, but I, I remember liking it. It was pretty. I always remember it was like so much gold and so much like everything. The, like, the whole aesthetic of it. I remember being like, oh, I'd like to live in there. <laughs> I just I just remember yeah, it being really visually just, beautiful. Yeah, they all, I mean, yeah, so yeah. many of these films are. It's just but I yeah. Um, Plot wise, a little bit of a struggle. Yeah, a little a little rougher at the time. Yeah, I think for me, like Crouching Tiger and one in part because it was the, you know, big main one here but two because i was doing martial arts and even though you know i was doing nothing anywhere close to what they do in terms of the the wire work stuff i was just like yay fighting (laughs) (laughs) but like beautiful fighting as opposed to but yeah yeah i'm just i'm so excited to tee up into shang chi yeah it's gonna be i'm I'm very excited to discuss it i'm like bottling it in because i don't want to spoil anything but yeah i'm excited tony leon I think that's a fair, I think it's a fair statement to say about anything. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it seems appropriate that we went back and discovered some Tony Leung for, uh, before watching it. You yes. Know? We, we, we primed, we primed ourselves. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think actually like maybe I'll get my, I mean, there are plenty of things to get a little, uh, Michelle Yao, but maybe I'll, maybe that'll be my crouching tiger. Yeah, that's say, true. Okay. That's true. That could be the, so I can get both of these icons in and then, yes. uh, and then go watch it. Yes. And then Raya and the Last Dragon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Nora from Queens for Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> right. Go and on. Kim's convenience for. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> yeah. Polar opposite ends of all the things. Yeah. Equal, equal quality. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm excited to revisit that next week. And yeah. uh, thanks for not dying in Hawaii. <laughs> so we can yeah, do this. No, of course. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm. I'm glad I could meet you. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably around the time I did meet you. It was surprising. Oh, thank you to Matt for joining. And now one quick follow-up point. There are indeed only nine episodes of the animated show What If this season, but season two is already in production. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.